Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, what's up? It's Vi. Before we get started with this week's episode, I just want to tell you guys a little bit about our presenting sponsor, Anchor. So if you're wondering how Ari and I got started with podcasting, it's all thanks to this awesome tool called Anchor. They gave us a platform to record, edit, and distribute our podcast right from our phones or computers. And they're free. I know. They helped us get Everything Sucks Drink Wine uploaded to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other channels without having us do any of the work. And they're our first sponsor. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart your podcasting career, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the episode, guys. of everything sucks drink wine if you don't know already i'm aria <laughs> and i'm hi wait what i'm sorry i like said my name 13. i'm by what episode are we on is <laughs> i was trying i'm thinking and speaking at the same time not in my forte actually um <laughs> episode 13 indeed indeed we made it here holy crap i feel like this i is think a- watch it not be episode 13 <laughs> yeah, damn no it is definitely episode episode 13 because this is the first, this is the second one back since the break. Yeah. We took a break after 11. Okay. Quick maths. Quick we math. got this. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, in the theme of what is post-break shows, we have another guest star for you guys. We're just keeping them coming these days. I know. It actually, like, one, makes our job easier. Two, honestly makes it a little bit more fun. <laughs> Even though I love I feel like upstairs. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. All right, everybody. Please welcome. <laughs> oh my god. You know what that felt like? Okay. It felt like I was at an RNG Trump and I had just given like the intro speech and I was like, okay, now welcoming Kirtan. <laughs> but yeah, this is my friend Kirzu. <laughs> Say hi. Oh. Hi guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, is the RNG speeches, I hated the RNG speeches. We did not live to listen to people for that long. Dude, also tell me why they always had like these American accented ass Indian American kids pronouncing pronouncing everything and they're reading it syllable by syllable. These words are so long that it was always so cringy. And the pauses always happen in between the wrong syllables, so it sounds really bad. Yes. Well, I hate it even more is when they were like, Oh my god, yeah, she's part of this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And I'm like, good job, it's high school. <laughs> what are you not part of? <laughs> Listing oh, off god. your high school CV, no cap, no problem. <laughs> I was on green team. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the speech and the debates. Yeah, that, that <laughs> actually <FPLA>. is. <laughs> I started archery oh, club. Did I actually participate? No. Wait, stop. You were an archery club? <laughs> an archery. Our school had an archery club? Yes, and it was so much fun. Oh my god. You had a bow and arrow? Not, well, the people who actually won the competition. No, no, no. No, no, no. Our school is the same school that had fly fishing as a unit, except we did fishing in the gym. We didn't go to the lake that was nearby or the river that was nearby. We just fished 
<laughs> on the gym floor and you were just aiming to get your reel into a certain circle and then you're like congratulations you got the bitch that Ooh. is so funny <laughs> i i don't funny. even remember hearing about that i no i did i think you were in dance gym and then after dance the gym, fly yeah. fishing unit i was like F this shit. I'm switching to dance gym. And then dance gym was when our football coach was our teaching us coach. Oh, It was Kane was almost at a split. He was almost at a split. Let's just this say is... we're very impressed. <laughs> that is actually insane. First of all, okay, like, but also mm-hmm. how often do you do splits in ballet? It was our warm up. Okay. We went from <laughs> it, it was like it was like stretching warm ups. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. God, fly fishing? Man got moved though. <laughs> oh my god, he did. He did. Wait, Shout bub. Out. I don't know if this is just a Pittsburgh thing, but did y'all play pickleball in gym? Oh my god, oh that shit hurt. No, <laughs> what you the did hell? And we had an we entire had day off of school just so that everyone can have a big pickleball competition. What? And Wait, we had a whole like, ass tournament. Yeah, it was like intense too. Like you got to like leave class being like, "Oh, it's my match. I have to go." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you and your partner would like have like matching outfits because you're like a double, right? So you have to mm-hmm. have like coordinated like uniforms, and then people would go like all out, like right down to the socks. Like you would look the same. How do you play a set game? Well, it's like a it's mixture like of badminton like... mixed tennis. Yeah, it's like it's like human ping pong. It's like human ping yeah. pong. Yeah, it's a plastic ball. The net is on the ground. And yeah, it's the same rules as tennis. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> that's very strange. Yeah. We no, also had a day off country. for boat races. Like yeah, we had in boat the pool races. For physics. Oh, you had to build a boat yeah, yeah. and then you raced in the pool. That was an AP physics thing. I had, think they had that everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I thought pickleball was also universal, but I, maybe I've only talked to people from Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bobby, it's universal in Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, you don't understand. <laughs> no, also, I but, would not have known what the hell you were talking about. That's like America had, saying. Oh, sorry. We had, no, you're fine. You're fine. We all, all we had was um, square dancing in elementary school. I oh, loved the square too. dancing in elementary school. Oh, my God. It was oh, so cute. It was so fun. <laughs> I straight, I very much had a crush on the person that oh I my was God, yeah. square dancing with. Mm-hmm. I almost <laughs> fought with this girl. Um, was, oh, yeah. We had a fight. Because she liked this kid named Michael. So then he wanted to be my square dance partner. I had to let her be Michael's square dance partner. Oh, my God. Why and were you we so she, nice to her? Huh? Why were we because so she nice? was really annoying and I just wanted her to shut up. She was, also like, she was also like part of the popular crowd as like a second grader. Wait, like, that was a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally, yeah. you knew who was gonna be popular and who wasn't by like first grade. Yeah, and the thing is, me. and I were best friends, and and Kirtu hated each other. Kirtu's best friend, I hated. <laughs> <laughs> it was very interesting. Are they friends now? No, mm-hmm. okay, I don't think so. <laughs> that sucks for them. But we made it. We made it. <laughs> so funny we only okay. made it because Arya texted me when she, no mess messaged me on facebook when you guys were still in india being like so a person claire oh. i was just debating school districts and so you were the only other person i knew who went to upper st Clair. Oh. so i was like okay i text her i hope she doesn't think i'm weird <laughs> i've never spoken to her before that like yeah. we weren't oh ever gosh. friends we just knew of each other yeah we that never is- actually talked before that 
<laughs> that is very unfathomable for me because it's like trio. I see you guys and I'm like, these are like home friends. These are like lifelong, like they've always been friends. But like it's so weird to think like it was like actually really pre-India was different. Oh my god, pre-India was so different because like anytime I saw yeah. her, like I was <laughs> it's not that I it's not that I hated her. I thought she was extra because she walked in with a dress and heels. And I was like, it's school. I'm sorry I was fashionable. <laughs> when did you do that? Why did you walk into school with a dress and heels? Okay, so I was a big girly girl when I was younger, right? I had outfits. I didn't have clothes. I had outfits. <laughs> and then a lot of times those outfits just needed a little kitty heel. So I just wore it. Bob, this is pre, pre-India? pre This was like primary school. So like, was like I didn't wear school, heels. Yeah. Yeah, so this was, like, up until maybe, like, third grade. I so your this. mom helped put this together? I feel like her dad did No. It. My dad. Or your dad did. Somebody, <laughs> like, dad somebody dad at home. Okay, yeah. that even more explains. Honestly, your dad putting together that outfit makes a lot more sense. <laughs> like, your mom. Yeah. I feel, but I feel like mom's very coordinated. <laughs> I feel she like mom's always... send in, like, sneakers and leggings. They're like, okay, good. Exactly. Oh, my God, no, no, no. <laughs> See, the thing is, when my mom did pick out my clothes, she dressed me like a boy. And then my dad, when he started picking out my clothes, put me in like the girliest stuff ever. <laughs> no, that's that's what I was thinking. I was like, moms only dress you for comfort. They don't really think like, oh, she'll look cute. They'll dress you up on the weekends and then the yeah. oh, like all cute. But dads are like, oh, this is my baby. She's always going to look fantastic. <laughs> it was the opposite for me. It was the complete opposite for me. My mom would be like, Kirtu, look nice. Like wear something nice. And my dad would be like, Here's a button-down T-shirt. You will look nice. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Like, little Kirtu in a button-down T-shirt. So cute. Wait, I know we, like, went on a huge tangent, but can we talk about the traction on the TikTok that we posted, right. dude? The- any of y'all bitches are not following us on TikTok. I'm going to need y'all to write this moment and go watch the TikTok that we posted um, yesterday. So that would be April 26th. <laughs> we posted a TikTok. Oh my you, God. You'll know it's the only one that has views. <laughs> <laughs> and it was basically the one of previous episode we were we were talking about fuck boys and their psychology and it was the part where we were talking about how there's some really fucked up boys sometimes who like talk to everyone in the group except for the girl that they're interested in to play on her insecurities so that was the clip and the <laughs> comments section is just flooded with butt hurt men oh my god this morning and i saw 46 comments and i thought it was just gonna be like girls being like yeah that happened to me but no it's men <laughs> fighting other men about so men strange. honestly like what else did we expect dude i they, honestly they i did not it's so strange like i did not see this going like i did not see our tiktok going to toxic men side of tiktok <laughs> so that is probably the most insane i saw like so many that were just like it's just us building up our confidence, talking to other girls. And I'm like, okay, but honey, we're not – first of all, if you listen to the episode, which they didn't, obviously. Because they only see the clip. We're talking about fuckboys, not just normal men that can't approach women. Like if you are a normal guy that is trying to build up your confidence, then sure, like whatever. Like 
do what you gotta. But this is like a manipulative fuckboy man that, that mm-hmm. we're talking about. The so, caption so was funny. literally fuckboy psych 101. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like if you all are admitting to being a fuckboy, damn, okay. Um, And I'm sorry to a lot of women out there. There were a lot of comments that said, cool, taking notes. Oh, a lot of comments yeah. like that. I also saw one that was like, that's 100% women's fault. And I was like, what is existing? <laughs> <laughs> Like what? In this scenario, the woman oh did not God. say a word. <laughs> She's just sitting. Dude, it's actually hilarious. But honestly, any press is good press. But exactly, I'm, I'm here for it. Please yeah. continue to fight them, bitches, in the comments. It's boosting the views. <laughs> it is so funny. Like I straight up saw one, <laughs> one comment that was just like, "You guys are going for men out of your league or something," and I'm like. Yes, yes. My boyfriend is featured on this episode. Yes, user one two five seven eight nine ten. I also don't understand this point. Like, if I if a guy was going around and talking to all of my friends and eventually came to me, I'm not gonna want to talk to him. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, I'm not going to. Like, I'd rather just them come up to me and be like, "Hey, like, I think you're pretty. It'd be really cool to like talk to you." Instead of being like, "Oh, let me go talking around to all of her friends and then come up to her." It's either talk in a group or talk to me. Yeah. Like, Mm. I think I would just look at it and be like, okay, you're clearly into the first one you talk to. Because I wouldn't think, like, you're going one by one. Also, that would just Mm. be fucking weird. Like, if you're trying to talk to the group, talk to the group. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I would just be like, oh, he's hitting on everyone instead of just being, like, having a conversation, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be uncomfortable. I'd probably, honestly, at that point, if there were other girls, we would probably, like, by the time he's getting around, we would separate ourselves. Like, just being like, okay, that's that guy's talking to one of them now. Like, let's just walk. <laughs> well, we're also assuming that the group of friends is also very close and like, <laughs> normal. <laughs> I yeah. feel like this situation would only really work if you're in like kind of like a clicky kind of situation where there's mm-hmm. a little bit of like friendly competition, kind of like a toxic friend group kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Toxic friend group. Yeah. Kind of toxic vibe. That would definitely work with toxic there. people. Because, like, if it was us and someone started talking to one of you, all of us would just join the conversation. Yeah. And then 100%. also, we would 100 if we think the guy looks good or, like, is nice or something, we would just support that happening. We would facilitate everything mm-hmm. to make that happen. And yeah. then the guy away. wouldn't have a chance with anything else. <laughs> the first one he went to is the first one he gets. That's the only yes. one. That's it. You get one shot. Oh, God. One uh, shot. But it's it's just hilarious. Like, I'm loving the energy. I'm like, please keep telling me how much you guys just suck at life. They're like weeding themselves out. I'm like, damn, the Scott House are getting like a good scoop of who not to date. I know. (laughs) This is so funny. It's so nice to like piss men off, like irritating men. (laughs) It brought me a lot of joy. Just the way they respond is hilarious. Not all men do that. Okay. We didn't say all men. If you did. start your sentence with not all men. I would You're one of them. Evaluating. You're one of them and you say yeah. not all men. 100%. Yeah. No, I'm thriving. I honestly want to continue to put out controversial shit just yes. so they can just like. Please do. Let's fucking do it. Wait, right. we didn't talk about the one of the episodes. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. What else is new? <laughs> Tell us, Webster. All right. So this week's one of the episode is actually a rosé, which is interesting mm-hmm. because we don't usually drink rosés in this house, but we are today. <laughs> it is a 2019 uh, Chateau S-T-E. I'm not sure what that's short for. S-T-E. S- uh, uh, what? S-T-E? S-T-E. Estate. 
Okay, Chateau oh, wait. State <laughs> Michelle 2019 Rosé <laughs> has the taste characteristics of strawberry, watermelon, and raspberry. So it's a very peachy. I didn't even say peach. <laughs> it's peach. Now you're saying peach. You've tasted it's peach. It's also peach. I smell some peach in here. It's fruity. <laughs> basically, <laughs> it's quite fruity. And um, yeah. It's That's got- all I got for you folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't I don't got a rose person. We went to a rose vineyard yeah. in Hamptons, remember? Yeah. I think they all tasted the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rose is just like watered down white wine. Yeah, I'm definitely not like a red wine person, but I can do white and rose, and that's about it. It's a good day to bring rose then. There's a placebo also, right? About roses. You're like, it's cute. It'll taste good. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, you're just like, it's like a taste. It's like going to an expensive restaurant like Bridges and Bourbon and then ordering something nice for the aesthetics and it being horrible. We'll get to that. (laughs) We will get to that. The trauma, the pain associated with this situation is too much. I am so upset. I am loving this transition actually so let's just run with it okay (laughs) so speaking of this story to preface that this week's episode if you can't tell from the title already is about confrontations that suck so yeah we also talked about like prior to recording this that confrontations just don't always suck right i mean personally for me they always suck because i suck at them (laughs) (laughs) um i think like confrontations like i feel like there's always like a negative connotation to it but it's literally just addressing an issue it doesn't have to be more than that but i feel like people make it more than that you're so right it's basically just a conversation where you're trying to find a solution to something that's affecting both of you exactly so technically it should be a pleasant ish experience you would think you would think but the amount of anxiety (laughs) that shit manifests like it there is no reason for it to be this hard to talk about what you need like from anything the amount of defensiveness and straight up like is argumentiveness a word just like going straight to an argument instead of having a conversation oh my god yeah Mm-hmm. I'm like it doesn't so need to be like me too. It's like my worst. I just dealt with so much of it last year. We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, 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 wait. Quick question. Quick question. Yes. Speed mm-hmm. round. What is the craziest thing y'all have done to avoid a confrontation, like a stupid confrontation? Therapy. <laughs> Oh, that's a healthy choice. Oh my gosh. Wait, that's an amazing answer. Um, <laughs> damn, done the dishes? I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. The craziest thing I have done to avoid a confrontation is freshman year of college. This guy who was like kind of in the friend group, kind of not, he asked me to his date party for a formal. And I had gone to some date party with him before and I it was like kind of a weird vibe. So I didn't want to go again. But he was also a friend. So I didn't want to hurt his feelings because it seemed like he was like kind of into me at the time. And I didn't want to like make things weird because our friend groups were mixing. So he asked me to one of his date parties and then I really didn't want to go. And at this point, I'm 18. I don't really know how to say no. I haven't worked through any type of <laughs> confrontation anxiety oh, no. ever. So what do I do? What do I do? I flee the state. I go to South Carolina with my family to avoid going on a date with this guy. I could have just said 
that I was going to South Carolina Ma'am. and just like went home. No, I went all the way to South Carolina oh with my, my family God. because <laughs> because guess what? Mm. He had my snap location. Oh, it's <laughs> turned off. God. You would think, but then in my head, I'm like, he he'll know. Like, You're how such... would he know? Would Why he... would he care? <laughs> Why would he care? So many oh questions God. that just don't make sense. But yes, that's, that's I think, the farthest I've gone. Like, oh literally God. farthest I've gone. <laughs> what? Distance, yes. Dude. Wait, like okay. Also, tell me about, what were you guys saying earlier? The beaches and bourbon. I, I'm probably saying something wrong. Oh, it's called Bridges and Bourbon. It's a um, okay. restaurant in downtown Pittsburgh. And, like, it's super aesthetic and everyone's posting about it and how like their food is nice and like drinks are cool and everything. So mm-hmm. um they have this like specific drink that's like insta famous. Yeah. Where it's I think it's called the butterfly effect. Yeah, it's called so the it's, butterfly like, effect. The drink comes in like the champagne flute and you have a test tube with some other liquid in it, and then you pour the test tube into the champagne glass and then it changes colors. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty. Okay. It's- it, it sounds pretty. It's not the best tasting. It tastes like booty hole. And I'm not like trying to put like the restaurant down in any way. It just was not for us. Re- no. Hey, you're putting in a review. That's <laughs> true. It's just okay, a review. So what what happened? Oh, uh, basically, we ordered the drinks. We didn't really like it. We ordered the food, and we also didn't like it. But we went with another one of our friends and all three mm-hmm. of us were like eating complaining and being like oh i can't believe we're spending so much money on this stuff because the food wasn't cheap and okay. neither were the drinks so we were a little bit upset that we we're spending all this money on stuff that we didn't want to eat or drink oh, but no. we were doing it anyway because we didn't want to be wasteful or anything we were also upset about soon... like the location <laughs> like we we figured it would be like bigger inside and we were also hoping mm-hmm. well Arya really wanted to get that igloo outside of the restaurant to like eat outdoors and like take cute pictures oh. and i like like, the requested the igloo food. too and when we got there she was like oh you have to call for that the next time there's a reservation for the and igloo there was an seven. igloo open it was an open igloo. we saw an igloo open that could easily fit us in so there but dumb. she didn't give us the igloo and the next party that was supposed to get the igloo wasn't coming for another two and a half hours yeah we weren't gonna be there for two and a half hours if you tell us the next party's coming this time we'll we leave, leave. <laughs> we it's fine <laughs> that's so stupid yeah. okay so the food wasn't good the drinks weren't good you didn't get the igloo yeah. This is, I'm guessing, where the confrontation comes in. <laughs> we were yeah. upset at this point. Quite upset. And then the server came around and was just like, so, like, is everything, you know, when they check in and they're like, so, is mm-hmm. everything going well? Like, do you guys like everything? Literally 10 seconds before that, we're talking shit, like, mad <laughs> shit. We're like, I hate this here. I can't believe we're doing this. As soon as she comes and asks, all three of us were like, yeah, it's great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> like, just customer service voice oh on. Everything was fantastic. Butterflies, flowers everywhere. As soon as she leaves, I hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so you didn't even get to kind of. No, we, like, none of us ate our food. We, like, ate enough to, like, show that we ate and then we left and went ate somewhere else mm, no did we, we played we just went to a different restaurant to like hang out because we didn't want to deal with that place anymore wait yeah. that makes me so upset okay it was guys <laughs> we have like, guys, high hopes for restaurants that's it i mean yeah. i ate a place like that so my sort of mindset with these things it's like if i'm paying like a lot of money for something mm-hmm. i want to like it and exactly. if I don't like it, then I'm going to say – like, especially it's like – I'm guessing those plates were like pretty freaking pricey, right? I think her total bill came around to, like, what, 45 Yeah, each. Oh, yeah. 
45 okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's definitely a lot of, yeah. So that's a lot of cash for money. one drink and one meal. Okay. So we ordered gnocchi and we, I think we got a total of like five gnocchis in the plate. Yeah. I think it was like five or six gnocchis. We ate like three yeah. each and we're like, we're done. Yeah. What? That, I feel like that's pretty steep for the amount of food that we were given. No. And then course. we also like, the only reason we drank the drinks was because, because it was expensive. Yeah, I think my drink was like 18 bucks. I was like, I'm not yeah. wasting this. It tasted like straight tequila. Okay. Ugh. I feel like I used to not be the person that would like be like say anything before. But I also like I feel like there's a line, right? Like at which you could mm-hmm. you could not be a bitch to the per to your waiter because it's obviously not their fault, but also just be like, right. I straight up don't like this. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna eat it. It's probably it's like I don't can you help me out like is there anything like i i think i my sweet spot is just asking them like what can i do like i don't like it but with that said it's easier for me to say for someone else than it is for myself oh yeah i remember aria's um 18th birthday we went to the commoner that's exactly what i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) my my ass got some oysters i was like oh i've never tried these like let's get them hated it absolutely hated it oh, the man's no. was so nice like our waiter was so nice that he didn't even include it on the yeah. bill he just like took it away and gave me something else he was like i'm so sorry you guys didn't like it don't worry about it and i thought that was yeah. so sweet king also thought we were like casually 20s. above 21 that day yeah. because he he like brought us the menus he's like can i get y'all something to drink the drink of the day is like this and we're like i'll have a water <laughs> <laughs> oh can i get a sprite <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. But yeah, see, like, expensive as restaurant. (laughs) I I feel like as long as you're not rude, Mm -hmm. because like some people are just mean, right? They're obviously going to be your Karens that are just like, I hate food. Take it away from my face. Like, no, like you're just like, I kind of don't like it. Can you do something, please? Like, I think the problem (laughs) comes when you start like placing immediate blame on the mm. server being like this this stupid blah 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 oh, stuff like yeah. that that's when things go south yeah because you're not being productive at this point you're just looking for a finger to blame wa- or someone to wag a finger in front of I don't know what I'm <laughs> trying to say wait okay so what are the other types because there's a lot of different types of confrontation so what's another type of confrontation that you guys like that we all have stories about I'm trying to think. Um, I feel like it definitely depends on whoever you're talking to's personality, and you have to figure out how you're going to approach the issue without it turning into an argument. Yeah. Or like without them getting defensive. But like, unfortunately, one of mine, like, I couldn't even confront because she just, she had a good image for other people. So even if I said anything, no one would believe me, and I would still look like the bad person. So that was the one I ended up going to therapy for. Ooh, is this like a friend? This was a friend. Yeah. Yeah, this was a, <laughs> a friend. A toxic friend. We just call her toxic friend. Um, so basically me and this girl got super close in college and she gave off a very innocent vibe in the beginning, right? So like anyone who knew her was like, oh my God, she's so nice. Like she's so helpful. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And slowly like, I started seeing who she really was as a person or like at least how she started treating me because I'm also the type of person where it's like treat people how they treat you right Mm -hmm. so like if you do something wrong to someone else yes it was wrong but I also don't know what you were dealing with at the time 
or like what the other person did to you type of thing. So I'm not going to like be against anyone, but I'm also going to keep my distance if I don't hear the best things. Yeah, of course. Right. Exactly. So we were like super close. And then one by one, like she went around like telling my friends that like I talked shit about them, but would come up to me and said they talk shit about me. So like I lost friends Wait, because Bob, of this that. This sounds exactly like toxic friends. Yeah. From episode two. <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange. So I literally just dealt with so much shit when I was going through my own like mental health issues. So like this is where like the mm-hmm. therapist comes in because I was like, I didn't know how to handle her and tell people like, hey, I wasn't saying anything. Like I had my own Mm -hmm. things to worry about before worrying about you and your life, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, it was really fucked up. It took me a long time to like process it. I've moved on from the entire thing. But then at the same time, it's like, how do you confront someone when all they do is going around saying bad shit about you? Because then no one else is going to trust you or have your back. No, that's so that's so irritating. And you also like took the high road, which is so like, hard very to honorable. do. Yeah, it's so hard to do because like, like, obviously, I still had like good friends to help mm-hmm. me through a lot of things like mm-hmm. Arya and like our other friend helped me through so much. But at the same time, it was like, I didn't want this bad image going around about me when it wasn't even true. That's understandable. Especially when in like college, particularly, you end up in like a bubble. And like, I get it. Like everyone has their own friends. And like, those are the friends you stick with. I get it. But at the same time, it's like when drama spreads or like, bad news spreads it goes fast amen to that dude it's never like the good shit it's never like how much fun you guys are having or anything it's literally Mm -hmm. the fact that like oh this person talking to this person or or this person's up with this person or this person's talking about this person it's like shut up for once like just like mind your own fucking business it's literally the most annoying thing and on top of that like it's always the people that are like oh my god i promote mental health and I'm like, bitch, you put me down. What do you mean you promote mental oh. <laughs> God, I hate that God. so much. What the actual hell, though? Like, okay, so this is like a bitch formula because this is exactly the person that like poop face. Was that, was that her name in t- uh, episode I think two? it was poop face. Yeah, like poop face literally straight up promotes so much mental health shit. Like poop face has openly posted about like stuff that she was going through and i'm like woman you yourself went through this how do you not know like the shit you're doing is affecting other people's mental health like empathy I'm, question mark i'm never gonna be the person to say like you don't know about mental health like maybe she does okay but like she doesn't fucking know about like she doesn't care mm-hmm. like clearly like there is not a like those people just don't care and like I like it's almost identical to what you went through dude okay so then I guess taking it back to the confrontation standpoint what would be like the confrontational takeaway from this if you are in a similar situation with a kind of toxic friend what would be the move yeah there's definitely two sides to it I definitely agree with my side because like if you could deal with that kind of pressure definitely go for it I was in a state where I couldn't like I knew if I had any more like bullshit against me that I would just crack you learn fast who's meant to be in your life and who's not and if it's not Mm -hmm. worth it don't give a fuck and move on I would probably second that honestly the only thing that I think I got out of it was pure satisfaction Mm -hmm. and also like the reason I was even able to do it I'd like waited until the last minute I probably did it like maybe a weekend after like my last straw was pulled Mm -hmm. but it was it took three years to build up to that 
And like then that's when mm-hmm. I found like the root cause of it all and like that's the person that I called out. Yeah. But like for me to get there, it took a second. Plus I had like one, I had a, like a career set up for yeah. post-college. I had somebody that mm-hmm. I was talking to full-time that I already knew that like Would this last. person was going to be with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I had a great relationship with my parents. I had like – like a good circle going like I had a good like sort of support system mm-hmm. so I was like I don't need this mm-hmm. yeah I, this is energy this is just hurting me but like when you're in a situation where those are your only friends it's hard right it is. like because yeah because like mm-hmm. how are you gonna like you're like okay now I'm gonna almost break up with this and then then what yeah. like mm-hmm. who am I gonna talk to but because yeah. then the alternative is you being alone mm-hmm. and yeah. then if you're already in kind of like an emotionally like difficult situation that's the last thing you want to do is be alone yeah I had a good group of friends which helped it was just where I was in that point I didn't think my closest friends would just like turn back on me instead of just like having a conversation you know right and I also remember sense. like specifically during that period of time yeah. we like I know for us, like, I was getting so wrapped up in, like, my own life, mm-hmm. and you were getting wrapped up in your own life, so, like, we, naturally, we had distance, even though it wasn't, like, intentional, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, like, I guess maybe that also added to it, because we hadn't, like, caught up in a long time, like, oh, I had yeah. no idea what was going on. But it wasn't even, like, distant in any way, we just got busy, you know, like, we were yeah. still... Yeah, like, it wasn't intentional. Yeah, it wasn't intentional it anyway, like, life happens, people get busy, like, you mm-hmm. can't blame people for having their own things. I think for me, it was more just dealing with things on my own, my parents not being in the country, my sister not being in town. Like It was a lot happening at once. So it just like kept adding on and I didn't know how to handle it. But thankfully, mm-hmm. schools have therapists. No, I'm so glad that you took that route. I'm thinking oh, yeah. if we're really thinking like a toxic route, it might even be more cathartic to just call the person out in front of the group. To <laughs> be like, bro, you've done some fuck shit in my life. You give them a taste of their own medicine and just like call them out in front of the people that they're trying to impress i feel like that would be so satisfying because then it's not like you're doing anything bad you're literally just stating facts Mm -hmm. because it Mm -hmm. happened to you you're just confronting the person being like hey you did a x y and z and you also were already gonna plan to cut off everyone else (laughs) so that's Mm -hmm. so you have nothing to lose essentially (laughs) that'd be so that's true Mm -hmm. Switching gears a little bit. So we covered how to kind of confront more of like a friend situation where it's like a group confrontation. I think it would also be beneficial to kind of talk about how you would approach confrontations in more of like a relationship perspective because that's more of a one-on-one situation which might be more intimidating for some people. I know for me when I'm confronting like a singular person about something like very personal I find it more difficult to speak about (laughs) whatever you do Mm -hmm. don't text them again situation do not text (laughs) the issue no essays in this house you send me essay you get blocked or immediate (laughs) facetime call I will not hesitate I will call you then and there and I will be like read this to me (laughs) that is so funny yeah no I am I think I can do everything else dude like everything is else we've talked about i have confronted in one way or another i can't do relationship stuff i just get so scared yeah i can do like one-on-one friend stuff because i feel like that's easier to approach but i've never done relationship stuff pre mr boyfriend i never did yeah never brought up anything i was a very like easygoing sort of like 
like almost like they're too forgiving to be honest there was too much shit there's a reason i've been fucked over so many times is because i didn't call things out i think you also have to like be that close to somebody that you're like mm-hmm. you're doing this wrong i don't like it and then you just talk about it and you're done and it's it's so much better now but like i remember in the past like i can't break up with people i can't call them out on Yo, i just behavior. hope they break up with me I could not like yeah <laughs> in the past oh my god i had to have the let's be friends dog with someone senior year and i was like stressed the whole day i remember sitting in theater class being like oh god how am i gonna do this and i just i honestly just wait for them to break up with me (laughs) that's what life used to be like Like, this one guy i was um dating in the past so basically what happened is like i visited him and he um Mm -hmm. hinted that he said something to um his girl best friend who I didn't like at the time because I was not getting only best friend vibes I was getting more than that from her right and like that's what I like had an Mm. issue with the past it was always the girl best friend like overstepping boundaries or like the guy overstepping boundaries but not realizing that he was overstepping boundaries yeah yeah I was like okay like show me the conversation and he like gives me his phone so I'm like scrolling um and (laughs) I see a text from the girl being like oh like do you ever see us together in the future and this man <gasps> replied yes and i was Whoa. like what he did us gave you his phone yeah and showed you this he, shit? he was like oh yeah you can see the conversation but obviously that wasn't the conversation i was supposed to be seeing i just like scrolled to oh, find the conversation my God. and then i saw that and i was like SMA. i was like what the fuck is this yeah, what oh the hell? My wait God. you you called it out I called it out right you there. Confronted the him. I confronted him right there on the moment. Excellent. And yes. he was like, he was like, that's nothing. Like, that's not how I meant it. Oh. Like, <laughs> what the hell you I, mean then? So you meant no, but you typed yes. <laughs> Interesting. So Interesting. Like, when I type yes, I generally mean yes. yes. <laughs> you would think, you would think like someone in a relationship, right? If you don't want to be in a relationship and you want to pursue someone else or multiple people, break it off and do it dude you're literally mm-hmm. saving so much effort just break it off and do it but if you're in a relationship and you're like trying to pursue others or like hinting that you would pursue others whether it be now or later who the That's fuck do up. you think you are dude but for why like what you need back was backups for if this is a present situation I pursue it literally, <laughs> literally. and then what eventually the like we like talked about it multiple times like i was not a fan of this girl me and this girl are super chill now i like my dad found out that we were dating and he was like you're through like if that's really what you want to focus on like i can just transfer you to his college and i was like what the fuck no like that's not what i want so like i need to get married yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's not the goal I'm like, with the technique the technique <laughs> your dad implemented so swift so clever this man such a good he was like card. i know my daughter has commitment issues i'm going to play on this one <laughs> fast forward we like my dad said that and i was like you know what like we're gonna break it off like i don't think i can do this anymore like my family needs mm-hmm. more than bullshit man's convinces me for the rest of the week to get back together with him so i'm like you know what like let's give it another try we get back together and then two days later he breaks up with me saying the same thing Do this is giving me the same energy as the men in our uh, comment section <laughs> just <laughs> so dude you that's some toxic behavior it was his first relationship so i let so many things slide but at the same time like common sense 
It's really bad. Like, I remember, like, so this person and I were dating, talking, whatever. Dating is what I'm going to call it. Situation. <laughs> so I called the situationship off, okay? Like, obviously, there were terms to not, like, see other people. And so, like, I called it off because, like, at that point, we were kind of fading out. A couple months later, I found out that during this situationship, he was seeing someone else as well. I'm so glad that I waited. We're not waited to find out. Or, like, I happened to find out later mm-hmm. because then I could call it out. But if I was in that situation, like even that calling the breakup was the hardest thing for me. But I'm glad that like I was able to confront about that. But then the situation ship apparently never existed, according to said man. So <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, it was Dude, a long situation ship. I'll tell you about. Yeah, there's a whole so, lot of nothing if you ask me. Can I just say something? <laughs> what? If, if yeah. a man doesn't commit in three months to drop his ass. That's so valid drop his ass that's a good rule if a lot of months too yeah yeah it's a lot of months but like the thing is like you want to get to know i feel like especially Mm. at our age it's like talking to date dating to get married right but it's like everything's like step by step so if you're talking enough Mm. that you want to date then fucking date but if you realize this person isn't something you want like you potentially see a future with then drop it off i don't see the need to carry on some kind of like reassurance when you can just get it from someone else all right and then for the last style of confrontation i guess it would be how to go for like another one-on-one confrontation but in a friend context because i know earlier we covered kind of like a group setting but like you have a problem with a friend one-on-one how do you go about it roommate for example i mean yeah friend would work too to be honest but like i was thinking more in the context of like the roommates we've had in the past or stuff like that because those are like always the hardest i think oh yeah roommates are definitely the hardest because you have to live with them yeah Yeah. i think the worst for me were in college for sure because like there was a point where i lived with two girls one of which had a long distance boyfriend that would like sporadically come like there would be no morning whatsoever mm-hmm. which is fine because they would just be in their rooms. like I wouldn't really care as much my main issue was one of my roommates was rushing a soror- sorority so um there was new men at our house every day all the time oh. dishes in the sink um sometime one time I could smell throw up but I didn't know where it was coming from like there was it's always there was stuff and I was like how the fuck do I talk about this I did not do anything I was so bad also how do you even go about telling someone like hey can if your friend slash stranger throws up in our apartment can you not leave it there dude I've had to have those conversations God, no oh way I'm so sorry I've had to have those conversations but it wasn't even like a friend or something it was like my roommate who threw up but like her own throw it was up? her own throw up, but like didn't clean up fully Ooh, like it was on like the side of the fuck? toilet and i was like why the like, oh my like God. you would think if you threw up you would clean it because you're living with other people you know so terrible it was just with my past roommate like we as close as we like used to be there was just a lot of different things about our personalities and how we lived that it didn't click. Yeah. Like I'm someone who like needs to be clean. Like that's just that's just how I am. Like a couple <laughs> dirty dishes. You go to Kitty's house, everything is labeled. <laughs> you can find everything in her kitchen immediately. I love it. Like that's just like how my family is, right? Like we're all just clean. So that's what I'm used to. But at the same time, like I can't put those expectations on other people, especially if that's not yeah. their living lifestyle. So like a couple dirty dishes, I don't care about. But if you can clearly see dust on the floor and I've cleaned the entire apartment up until now, 
maybe it's your turn to pick up a vacuum. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I agree. That's just like stuff that mm-hmm. like is just basic etiquette. It's less about living style and more just being respectful yeah. of the other person. Exactly. And you know how I fucked up? I messaged her instead of having a conversation and I said, hey, like I just cleaned the entire place. I have a friend coming over next week and I'm not going to be like in the apartment as much. Can we both try to keep everything clean so I don't have to do it again before they come? Yeah. And she lost it. What? She was like, you do this, this, I feel like and you were this. just making a request. Yeah, I was literally like, request. can we both be clean so I don't have to clean again? Bro. You didn't even say you clean it next or no, anything I didn't like that. Say You're like, anything. I just don't want to clean it. Like, I have receipts still and I am not afraid to show up. But <laughs> that's so irritating. Dude. I like didn't know how to handle it because I thought I was approaching it correctly at the time. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, I, I completely understand. Like, you're cleaning. She was like, I clean. Like, da, da, da. I was like, I didn't say you didn't clean. Like, I said you do mm. clean. I was like, can we both put an effort to not keep make it, it too yeah. messy? Yeah, like, keep it clean so I don't have to do it again right when I get back in town. And also, if you're just like a naturally clean person, like she is implying that she is, it shouldn't be a problem. It really should not be. You just be a go problem. out living your life like normal. Exactly. <laughs> and like, it's, it was really frustrating because it would be like, so it was supposed to be a two bedroom apartment, ended up being a one bedroom. And I was like, oh, we can just like share it, not a big deal. And she was like, no, 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 no. Her parents owned the apartment. So they just split the living room in half and made it mm-hmm. her bedroom as well. So like, she would throw all her stuff across the living room too. And I like, what am I supposed to say that? Oh, hey, can you put no, your stuff in yeah. your own room? Like, dude, yeah, like what? That's so much. It was a lot. And then there was one time um, I had a friend over and we like share everything in the kitchen. Um, so she's been using like my pots and pans. She's also been cutting meat in the pans, which you're not supposed to do. There's freaking cutting boards oh, for that. So I remember one time I was like, Hey, like, whenever you cut the meat, can you just do it on a cutting board so it doesn't scratch up the pan, okay? Simple, easy conversation, yeah, that right? Is normal. Hear back from someone else that she's complaining about it. And I'm like, they're my pans. And I just, like, let it slide. I was like, we're not going to make this into a big deal. Oh, the horror. My roommate asked me to cut on the <laughs> cutting board. It's supposed to be cut. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, no. oh, my God. How dare she ask me to use a device that's meant for cutting that's for so cutting? Stupid. How dare she? How do you confront yeah. someone for being extremely unreasonable? I guess that's, like, what this situation would yeah. be mm-hmm. when someone is just difficult it's just it was more of like a anything confrontation wise or like just addressing an issue wise turned into something way more serious than it needs to be like the best defense is an offense kind of just flip the table it would be like me trying to say something and her being like completely defensive about it instead of being like oh well this is how i feel how can we reach a solution i feel like the best thing there like these days i've think thought like what's the biggest deal dude like if this person's not gonna be your friend after this like what's the big deal just like talk about it turns into argument so what you have the she she screenshotted the message and sent it to me again on accident <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing oh my god karma's a bitch as we've <laughs> discovered honestly goes, it was like it was like winter time she goes i'm so sorry it's freezing outside and my hands are shivering and i was like so you screenshotted her message and sent it back to me just say you sent it to your boyfriend or something like i wouldn't have cared like i'd rather you be like yeah i sent it to we always do we all do that yeah Yeah, we all send shit to our boyfriends like also isn't it like given if you confront someone over text like 
screenshots are being yeah, sent. Yeah. Screenshots like, are going. We're, we're left living and in 2021. Right. They're going. Nobody's left having it. confrontations alone, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you like, got a backup. Literally, but... if you're gonna con- like confront anyone over text, make sure you're sending that screenshot to the right person. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I'm telling you, real time is text, the yeah. best. Make them squirm. Yeah. <laughs> make them uncomfortable. No, but, like, whenever agree. we have like whenever we have conversations in person like it's not as like mm. defensive but like mm-hmm. anytime anything There's happens over text, messages yeah. yeah that's why like completely avoid text mm-hmm. completely avoid that shit and then like make sure you like if you are confronting someone make sure you understand their side as well not just be like my side's the only mm-hmm. right side i agree Absolutely. and like if you're being approached with it too like don't they they're just trying to make it a better place for everyone to live you know Mm -hmm. most most of the time Mm they're obviously going to be shitty people that like want the worst for you but like most of the time they're just trying to like make your communal space like more shareable Mm -hmm. um and so like do what you can i guess everyone has like different like lifestyles i yeah i like like i said like i think i've just realized like there are some people that you know that like your relations are going to last outside of like being roommates and those are the people that, like, you can worry about confrontation with a little <laughs> bit more. Like, don't – and, like, sometimes when you just need to get something done, <laughs> the deadline's yeah. approach and the deadline's approach. whatever. <laughs> Man, just, like, say what you gotta. I feel like all <laughs> like, of us are a lot better at confrontation now. Yeah, now, yeah. The moral of the story is on, like, both sides. Just try to be, like, yeah. as empathetic as possible. Understand where the person is coming from because confrontation isn't fun for anyone. I don't think anyone's love out this. here being like, oh, yeah, I love <laughs> confronting people. <laughs> like, no. Everyone enters confrontation simply because there's a problem that they would like to fix. If And I feel like that's a good sign. Like, if someone even decides to confront you, that means that they're willing to give you another chance at fixing the problem instead of just, like, discarding you from your life. Because that's always an option. Mm -hmm. People can just leave. I I understand that, too. That's a good point. This is a wholesome. We did some good advice. Luna's being good big sisters. Alrighty, then. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Everything Sucks. As always, follow us on social media. Um, We talked about our TikTok a little bit today, so I'm guessing you (laughs) you want to follow us on the TikTok. Keep up with the tea, dude. Honestly. I'm thinking we could try to keep our Twitter more active. So follow us on Twitter. Instagram is always pretty active. But yeah, also follow Kirtu. Um, Her handles are in the description. Thanks for being on the podcast, Kirtu. Yeah. Thank you. It's like going to therapy again. We loved having you here. Oh, I'm so glad. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.